welcome to another episode of Dwarf Fortress Talk. This is episode number nine. I'm Rainseeker, and this here is Captain Tastic. Hello. And our Illuminous leader, Karn <laughs> Adams, also known as Tody One. Illuminous. Is that, is, that, is that like shining or something? Yeah, you're glowing. <laughs> Intermittently, you're blinking. <laughs> so what we're going to talk about today, ladies and gents, is... What's going on on the new um, release? And we're also going to address a much maligned topic. <laughs> maligned. I guess when people vote kobolds. against it, they're... they're, they're <laughs> we're, we're going to talk about kobolds today. Kobold society, kobold mating rituals, all of the above. So. Kobold songs, chants, and other limericks. Yeah, kobold limericks are amazing. Yeah. And then they all laugh. Also, all, all of your favorite kobold recipes. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And does does, does 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 the kobold lay eggs? This is yeah. this, this is a mystery that no no man has yet solved. That's right. That's right. We don't have eggs yet, so we can never answer the question. That's right. So I was like. What came first, the chicken or the kobold egg? And it will have to be the chicken, because we're going to add chicken. I just imagine eggs. kobolds, kobolds stealing each other's kobold eggs. <laughs> so no one. That, that's why they're also good, such a good large family, because they don't know who belongs to who. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that would make sense. That would be very entertaining, as a matter of fact. <laughs> Steal each other's younglings before they're hatched. And then someone, you know, hatches a chicken, and then things are just, whoa. <laughs> this is obviously, you know, a blessing. That's right. Yeah, I guess uh, they, have, they have to steal other people's eggs, like steal eggs from farms and stuff to keep their own eggs warm. That's right. There you go. <laughs> that makes sense. They steal a lot of chickens around kobold hatcheries. Maybe they steal a chicken to sit on their eggs. <laughs> that would make sense, too, yeah. But I guess they'd and be big, they have big a eggs. guarding the chicken. That's right. <laughs> the, 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 the kobold shaman enlarges the chicken magically. <laughs> Makes it a giant chicken. There we go. That's right. So I guess that was our discussion about kobolds. Now we can move on to yes. one of those, like, we were actually going to discuss that we were going to discuss. Battle. Battle and battle and gore and guts and red yeah. hair and all it, that. It, it, it lost like 27 times, so we figured we'd do it. When we it, had topic it would continue to lose, it, it, with, with, you know, so we're just going give, to give a nod to it and, and move on, I think. That's the essence of combat. You never give up. Right. <laughs> punching and punching. Unless you can surrender and survive. That's true. Are, okay, that's a good question. Are they going to be able to surrender? Yeah, I think, that's, uh, I think that made the new dev pages because uh, you're going to need to be able to get people to submit so that you can figure out where the real villains are. And if you're a thief um, or otherwise criminal, you're going to need to be able to surrender to the the guard so that you can get hauled off to have your fingers chopped off and stuff. Um, <laughs> and uh, so 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 yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a, an important new addition and uh, longer life all around. Now, if you lose your fingers, does that mean that you pretty much lost the game? I mean, you can't really do much else then, I guess. You um, uh, yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's like, it's like, uh, it's like we're not going to go chopping off your limbs haphazardly. We want people to have, have fun with the game and so on. But at some point, you probably cross a line. <laughs> um, and they decide to start taking pieces away. Yeah. Impy McGillicuddy, this is your last warning. <laughs> <laughs> You're losing your last leg now. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you could continue to try and be a thief after that, but the whole getting away part might be tough. <laughs> no one would suspect you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Gimpy couldn't have done it. <laughs> Missing my ruby crown. Yeah. Well, I guess you just need like the a getaway horse and a getaway person to like lift you on the horse and tie you to it or something. <laughs> um, but yeah, you'd have to see. But then the horse gets implicated, and then they start taking pieces of the horse. <laughs> it never ends. Yeah, I mean, I guess you'd end up with a pyramid after a while. You put the horses on the horses on the horses, and then you can kind of climb up on the top, or or rather, get lifted up on the top or something. And uh, um, yeah, 
Yeah, so that didn't quite make the dev pages, but we're we're working on it. Um, <laughs> All right, forums, draw a picture of this. <laughs> what about mounts in general? How will you be able to, you know, harness a beast to uh, <laughs> use to uh, run around really fast and trample people? <laughs> so yeah, I'm guessing the, uh, the when you when you're able to just uh, get 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 livestock and and like buy a chicken or something early on, uh, you'll also be able to buy things like horse. Um, although I imagine you could try to ride a cow or something. People ride cows all the time, um, just not for very long before they get tossed and the clowns have to come. But uh, but you you can you could yeah so so you'd be able to get a horse um, in that way. And then I don't I mean I I'm not a uh, I'm not a, um, a a horse riding person. I'm not sure I've ever ridden a horse, so I I don't know much about 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 like saddles and bridles and all that kind of stuff. So we haven't made any decisions there. I just don't know enough about that kind of thing. But just just assuming you're riding a horse in the proper way, then the main problem becomes like how does velocity work in a tile based system? Because um, it's it's easier when you've got what when you've got kind of a uh, a spatial setup where you can move in really small increments to just kind of make the horse go the way it's going or whatever and you can just point this angle and go this direction and so on. And um, with 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 our game, I mean, I don't know if we'll have to reduce the the direction the horse is going to like like um, 16 different ways or whatever. Probably the same as the boats are going to work. I mean, a, a boat might only point four directions, but it'll be able to travel in many directions, like up, up, over, up, up, over, up, up, over, or something like that. Uh, so I'm not sure how many directions the horses are going to have if it's going to be like that, or the horse could just have eight directions, just like you can walk. And it can have a velocity. So, so you, the velocity means that you'd be moving faster. You'd be taking more turns to other people's turns. Not combat turns necessarily, but, but just movement turns, because we're going to separate combat and movement turns. And then your horse will be moving quickly, but if the horse is going at a full gallop, you won't just be able to stop on a dime and turn around. Uh, you'd probably have to turn the horse, and then it moves, it's like you, you, I, I don't know if you'd, you'd like, Press over and that would be like filing an intent to turn or something. But but you 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 press over and the horse continues forward, and then in that movement forward, that when it moves one tile, it also changes the direction of the horse by 45 degrees. So that then you're moving diagonally, and then you can keep turning your horse, and then you kind of just roll around in a circle. Uh, you'd you'd move in an arc as you tried to change your direction by 180 degrees. And uh, or you could just slow down your horse, and then you just take a tile or two to slow down, and then you could kind of stop and turn around if you want to do it that way. Um, so the the main problem, really the only problem there that makes that difficult at all, is the the question of pathfinding when you've got a velocity like that. And that's mostly the same because once people build a path, they'll just be able to control their animal's velocity to follow the path. The only problem is if the pathfinding algorithm says, oh, you just need to go backwards four steps to get where you want to go. And your horse is speeding forward. You can't go backwards four steps to get where you want to go. So you'd have to, um, you'd have to have a little part right in the beginning of the pathfinding that just kind of handles the arcs and handles that stuff. But that's an easier problem because it's a really local question. Like, how do I get my animal turned around so I can start this path? Or how can I kind of gracefully circle so that I meet my path like four steps down the line? Um, and then take my path. So it's not it's not like you need to think about anything four thousand tiles away. So it's it's um, it it should be a uh, it should be an easy question. Like if you're in the middle of a labyrinth or something, maybe none of the turning strategies would really work. You probably shouldn't be racing a horse full speed through a labyrinth anyway. But um, but in, in that hey, case, that's what great movies are made of. <laughs> in that case, we're just gonna we're just gonna probably have them stop stop the horse and then do the path. Uh, so that they don't have to worry about their speed or anything. So, uh, so it's not it's not a it's not a uh, it's not a hard problem. And uh, so I think we can have pretty cool um, pretty cool uh, velocities for the horses. And then you can do stuff like having the velocity of your of your of your animal add to the velocity of the strike. And the strikes all have velocity numbers now anyway. So um, uh, it's just a trivial kind of one line thing to tack that on there. And uh, doing. Um, uh, eventually, when we get when we get so you can only hit giants in the legs or whatever, then we can have the uh, the horse being up on a mount also provide that kind of differentiation so your head's safer. Um, yeah, not sure what other what other um, 
things come up out of mounts, uh, you'd probably have to take care of your horse this, the same time you have to take care of your livestock. So you have to make sure your horse is fed and watered and so on. Mm. And uh, so, yeah, I don't know if you had other questions about that. Would, would the mount have a, um, a morale check, so to speak, like gets injured, it might become afraid or... Might become afraid of seeing a dragon in front of it and decide that, no, you're crazy. I'm not going to ride against a dragon. It'll happen the same time that people care about that because <laughs> they don't care either. <laughs> it's like, cause it was like once it, cause the funny thing about when you're riding a mount, um, is that the mount is the one making the movement decisions in the end because it's the one that does the pathfinding. It's the one that actually takes the steps and I think the way that's handled in uh, sieges right now in dwarf mode is because it doesn't really matter if it's the rider or the horse thinking or the beak dog or whatever thinking. Uh, the the animal just thinks like a sieger and it's like, okay, I'm going to go attack the front gate or whatever and just goes and <laughs> goes and runs off there. But when you're riding your own horse in adventure mode, it's kind of uh, it's kind of a more complicated relationship, I guess. And if your horse freaks out, then you would not be making the decisions for your horse anymore. So, like, for instance, there are already morale check failures that occur in really extreme circumstances. Like, if you get really wounded, uh, you, you might have seen these occasionally in adventure mode, but usually you don't get a chance to see them because the person dies shortly thereafter. But you see them run away. And that would happen with your, your horse the second we put it in. Uh, it would, it would, it would be, uh, it would run away in, the, in those circumstances, depending on how the control mechanism works. So it's like if whenever you you press a button to turn your horse, if you've got a uh, a kind of at first at least a uh, kind of wire directly into its brain <laughs> to kind of turn it or whatever, uh, uh, then then it's uh, then it's a different matter. Uh, and and I'm not sure what's going to happen at first. It's like you you'd you'd like to have it uh, controlled in kind of a multi-step scheme where you do something like pull on the reins or however that works, um, and uh, that conveys a message to the to the the creature that it should perform an action or whatever. And then you can have breakdown in that in that uh, in that in a number of ways. Like if your reins were cut or if your um, if your horse were freaked out, then all of those things could uh, could then have an effect, which would be cool. So it would probably be best to do it correctly the first the first time we go through. Let's let's add, let's talk about martial arts. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. Is it? Um, so I see that you're going to have specific skills for fighting monsters. So that, in other words, you have a, a skill for for hand on hand combat against a dragon. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm not sure how specific it's going to be. It's like, but you need to. You once we put in things like if 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 you're fighting a giant who's way taller than you, then. It, it would make sense that if people have been doing that for centuries, they'd have strategies. And um, not sure what those the, what those are going to be specifically. I mean, if 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 it just gives you a kind of knowledge against monster and a bonus, that would be that would be the easiest way to do it. But it would be it would be uh, you know way more fun to have like um, you know particular things that you can you can do to uh, to jump up on them or or attack them when they're. Uh, when they're swinging down at you, people practicing strikes to uh, to to uh, hack a dragon in the head when it comes down to bite them or whatever. And there might be stereotyped stereotyped ways of doing that. Although I don't think enough people fight dragons and survive to really learn that stuff. And kind of weird to see the the training facilities with the giant cardboard dragons or whatever. Uh, <laughs> people practicing uh, <laughs> against them or whatever. Some kind of training. Well, you never know when a dragon's going to show up at Stormport. <laughs> Yeah, but in general, it's like it's like the main thing with the martial arts is is just fighting against other people, where you've got a um, definitely moved and, and martial arts used in the most general sense. So it would include, uh, you know, fencing, wrestling, boxing type stuff. So, I mean, as a simple example of martial art moves would just be something like boxing, where you'd have people that are unskilled using their hands just throwing these kind of punches where they just do their attack with a punch and it might be you can aim your shot i mean anyone with i mean if if someone has no skill at all and they're just fighting they can aim at someone's head so you could throw when we put in aimed strikes you could throw a strike at the head but then there'd also be um people who are who who have some kind of skill in a in a particular kind of randomly generated style might learn something like a left jab 
And then the left jab would be, um, you know, more efficient, faster, um, have a longer range uh, than than someone going all, you know, wild. Um, and it would it would be it would be better to learn those things. So so it it uh it, it and then there's there's the the idea of having you know different guards or whatever and just in a general sense perhaps like you're holding your hands in front of your head or something. I mean it would be kind of a a, a a really loose concept I guess in general because people generally aren't. Um, you know, holding both of their hands to the left of their head or something like that. I mean, it doesn't need to doesn't need to get like that. Although we were thinking of having it, it's like you start with kind of a general guard or something, and you can move it higher or lower depending on like if you're fighting a dog or something. It's not like you should be totally covering up the top of your head or something. And um, and then we were thinking when you when you actually get into these, there's this whole change of the combat flow thing where where we've got. Um, our, our overall goal is that if you if you stick a human in the arena and another human in the arena and give them the same equipment and the same skills, um, right now if you play one and you're fighting and, 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 and you assume control and you have those two guys fight each other, you you still basically do the roguelike thing where you press arrow, 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 and, 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 and fight and you're flipping a coin to see if you're going to live. Um, and that that uh, I mean, there's 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 sometimes when things dodge or when you fall over and you have to decide whether or not you're going to stand up or throw another strike, or uh, step back so that you can kind of wait for the guy to come in or whatever so you can get a first strike on him that kind of thing. And so there's there's some skill involved uh, that isn't just flipping the coins, but uh, it's still ultimately you know your 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 chances aren't very good and. You know, I'm not saying that situation is necessarily going to change that much in terms of your 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 survivability, but we should at least uh, make it more fun. I mean, you should be more survivable. You should at least be able to be more cautious about things. But basically, what we're getting at is that you you shouldn't just swing and then have the other person swing back or whatever. This is where we're getting at the idea of these kind of reaction moments, where it's like you could be standing there, someone could swing at you. But instead of how it is now where you press a button, it does the attack, and then there's a delay of 10 steps where you're just kind of recovering yourself so you can attack again. When you attack, it would start swinging an attack, and then that attack is going to hit after uh, five steps or something. And so during that time, it could bust out and be like, okay, now it's time. You know, you, you see this incoming swing. Uh, you have a chance to react sometimes. And so your reaction could be like, I want to try and block this thing. I just want to jump out of the way. I'm gonna try my my little my little jujitsu move I've been practicing where I grab his wrist and 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 uh, twist him and get him on the ground or whatever, where you'd be kind of balancing risks, balancing your skills, and uh, and 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 being more involved in the combat, even though ultimately it's gonna come down to some dice rolls still, because there's that whole thing of you know if, if you've got an action game. Then you've got the player's skill is the, the 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 determining factor, like the player, the user of the program skill. Whereas if you've got an RPG, it's more the character's skills that that matter and the, the outcome of the combat. And you just make some strategic decisions. So we're we're gonna, I mean, the the RPG part has to be respected a lot in this game, but we're you're gonna be able to have more decisions to make. Uh, and 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 so. If you end up doing something like someone throws a kick at your head or something and you and you and you have a high guard, you'll have a chance to block it. But if you react to it, you might be able to block the side of your head that it's coming toward, like you know, how you actually have to have to be proactive if you want to stop someone from kicking you in the head. And you might you might then end up with something like your left arm guarding left side of head. We we don't want to make it too complicated, but if your body is broken up into say three zones or something and your your guard can just be kind of general or you might be guarding one of those zones more than others but after you do a specific block or something for a time one of your grasping limbs might be blocking a particular side of your head just briefly it's not something where you're going to have to have you know you're not you're not going to be controlling yourself like a marionette but it's just going to be for <laughs> for for text and kind of kind of um yeah, uh, the the situation that it that it that it that it describes you raise, in the announcements. You raise your hand to block. You know, you lower. You bring your shield down. That sort of stuff. Yeah, and and it'll be talking about that in the announcements, and it will also be the situation so that if you if someone tries to kick yeah. you in the side of your head, you raise your arm to block it. It says that, but then if some some kobold comes up with a dagger and tries to stab you in the gut, 
that left hand is not going to be available for for your uh, defense without a good reaction roll. And then so so multiple opponents should be harder, and you'll you'll be you'll be strategically trying to get in situations where you're not surrounded even more than usual. Right now they get bonuses to attack you, but you're not really tied up the same way. And so so that 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 should help a bit. And you know for people who don't want to deal with that, especially if you're fighting people you know you can beat. Um, you know, you, you can just you can just have it have it do the thing it's going to do with them, which is select the options for you. It's like if you get attacked, it selects an option for you. So that you just you can you can you can play it the same way if you want, and it'll just have more interesting text for you to read. But you should also be able to make the decisions, uh, and that should that should change things a lot. Um, you know, we have that advantage in the in a in a in a uh, turn-based environment to be able to uh, let you interact more with what's going on and stop and think about things and so on. So we should take advantage of that. Um, and I, I think it, it, it should turn out pretty well. Uh, we just don't want to, we don't want to overcomplicate um, by like having, you know, directional attacks on each part of the body. Just, but the, the zones thing is, is a little tricky too. It's like if you're laying down, it's like you'd have your your head zone, your body zone, and your leg zone, or whatever, but they'd all be low on the ground. And and we're we're hoping that something like the zones could be used to do the thing with the giants too, where the giant's head zone is when he's standing is way out of reach or whatever uh, for a for a typical person. And uh, you know you might have have attacks like a jab or a, some kind of sword strike that comes up that can only be used to to hit the upper zones. And then a person would be able to block that that kind of attack um, by guarding their their top zone from below. Not something that you have to set up in advance. You wouldn't be holding these weird guards when you're like walking around. But um, but it would just be a kind of a, a kind of a blocking event. I mean, it, it was, one of the things we're thinking about is like you know we want to be able to to do things like blocking head kicks or whatever in specific ways, and so it would kind of say what your arms were doing but you don't want to like walk around with like <laughs> i mean because you, you when you see people fighting they're kind of moving their arms they might be holding their left arm near their head and their right arm near their body but then they'll switch it up and they'll have their right arm near their head and their left arm near their body and it would be really annoying to have to switch every turn to kind of get that behavior or whatever it's like i want to do this and this yeah. and then step toward the guy and we're still 20 feet away from each other and then i want to do this and this and step and move it so there'd just be kind of this general guard concept and that kind of um that kind of uh, um, specific blocking would be something that that you only do uh, when you're being attacked. Now there are, there are there are exceptions to that. Like if you want to hold both of your your arms blocking the back of your head when you're running away or something. <laughs> it's like you run away, you're being shot at. You hold both of your arms over the back of your head. Maybe your arms will get shot instead <laughs> of the back of your head. And, uh, you know, it'd just be kind of a, a funny and embarrassing way to go out, but you'd be able to, to, to say, I want to do that or whatever. I mean, that would be, that would be something like, um, in a, in an improved wrestling menu or something where you'd pick the limb and pick what you want to do with it or something, but, uh, we don't want to get too, too twistery or whatever. We don't want to get too, uh, um, too kind of strange. And it, I mean, and it's sort of unrealistic to have the arms, Act completely independent of each other too. It's not like that's just not how it works. So, um, I mean, they, they, they're, there's some independence, but you don't want to have like I want to punch him in the head with my right hand and simultaneously punch him in the gut with my with my left hand. Uh, it's like while I'm kicking him with both of my legs, and it would be kind of goofy. So so uh, they'll be they'll be. I mean, I guess when when people are like clapping ears or whatever happens in the action movies and stuff, when you clap both of his ears or whatever, uh, that would be an attack simultaneously. But it's not like those attacks are knocking anybody out. So you'd get like severe minuses for for your velocity if you're not putting your body into it. You're just swinging both of your your arms at once. Then they can't they can't, and your whole body can't be used to to extend the um, or to increase the momentum in either direction. So it ends up being wimpy. So we'll just account for that stuff, and we don't want it to be, you know, much more complicated to use than it is now. It's it's like we're saying, it's half for just just getting the, the text to be good and getting it so that multiple opponents are are way more difficult. Um, things like that. So it should be it should be fun. I mean, it's still it ultimately ultimately comes down to because we've got character skill to account for. It still ultimately comes down to some coin flipping, but um, it's. Uh, it's you. You can still you can build your advantages and take advantage of things and take advantage of uh, the AI making mistakes. 
uh, more than more than you could previously. I mean, we're not we're not going to be satisfied with it until just creating two guys in an arena and having them fight is something that you'd actually want to do for fun sometimes. Because um, it, it's not. I mean, right now you do it just to see them kind of explode or whatever, and uh, or whatever you're testing a mod or something. But you, it, it's 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 not. It doesn't sell itself uh, really uh, as a as a thing to do. Um, uh, on its on its merits as a game, so uh, yeah. So hopefully, when we're done with all the um, all the the martial arts and guards and and stuff like that, that that that'll be a, that'll be a lot more fun. And um, you know, be able to do things like um, uh, when we get the mounts, we'll probably allow mounts in the arena then too, so you can test them out and have fun with that, learning how to use them and stuff. And uh, yeah. I'm sorry, how are you going to plan on improving the skills in Adventure Mode as far as uh, um, martial arts is concerned? Is there going to be a lot of different martial arts skills, or is that just one that you practice, or do you go to seek a trainer, or how are you planning? Yeah, it's probably, I mean, we're we're thinking, you know, you'd you'd start with something. It's probably going to be, they're probably going to be entity-dependent to to some extent. I mean, there, there are questions to be answered there. It's like, it's like, there are general martial arts skills, and that's kind of what we just have under skill striker, skill sword, skill, you know, the actual skill that there is in the game right now. And then you kind of tack specific techniques and things on top of that that aren't, that aren't part of becoming familiar with, with, with sword fighting necessarily, but be, becoming familiar with a particular uh, style of sword fighting, like fencing or something. And, the 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 issues kind of come up when when you're like you know is 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 a certain move in fencing the same as it would be in kendo or something, um, or is it is are they related? Where, are you just using different words for the same stuff? What are the actual distant differences? What are the the you know? And that that kind of question is basically going to be answered. That's what sword skill is. It's like that's that's. Um, that's the commonality, and you know whether we break that up into more sections or not uh, is an open question. We're we're probably not going to at first, and so that means that when you when you learn a combat style, it would basically be an entity thing, um, that would be a specific thing like kung fu or 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 fencing or whatever, and and that would be something that you can then you you if you start as a fighter in an entity, you would have some of that information. Uh, some of that skill uh, already, some of the specific moves and things that you can use uh, when you're fighting. And then it's a matter of um, there are a bunch of other skilled fighters in the entity, and if, as you build your reputation, just like you know, people will be throwing free items and places to sleep and stuff like that at you, and you'll be able to have people join up with you and go on little little adventures with you if you have a good reputation because they kind of trust you and stuff because you've been defending them against uh, bandits and night creatures and all that kind of thing. Um, then you can just, you know, have someone help you out. Someone will want to teach you stuff. You'll be sparring with people or whatever. And it's not necessarily something that, that you're going to, going to act out, um, necessarily. It could just use the farming mechanism where you pass a season and just say, I want to pass a season hanging out with these crazy meat hall guys and they can teach me about <laughs> how to kill boars and stuff or something. And, uh, and, uh, and, and, uh, or, you know, I want to hang out with these guys and learn how to box, or I want to hang out with these guys and learn how to fence, or, or, uh, you know, learn how to do judo throws or something. And, uh, then, then you'd kind of increase your repertoire, or repertoire, you'd, ch- you'd trade in your, uh, you, you'd trade in your kind of time and the years of your life for, um, for, for some more skills. And then you can you can then practice them on people as well when you're actually fighting. And I don't mean practice, I mean use. And then you can get better at them that way. But you won't learn new skills that way. I mean, unless there's something like like uh, <laughs> it's like you you fight people long enough and then you like suddenly realize it's like oh I know how to do the eagle punch all of a sudden or whatever. It's like <laughs> understand the deep mystery. And uh, and you know there could be things like that, especially as we you know if we if we have uh, universes that are more like Fist of the North, so oh. some crazy stuff. And then that kind of thing would 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 start to happen, but but um, yeah, mostly we're thinking training with warriors and and uh, and so on. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, you should. We, we I don't know. I remember if I put it up or not, but it 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 would be funny if if you learn enough stuff when you're that that you'd be able to kind of create your own style and then have it live on after you after you could teach it to other people. 
and it would be kind of cool then to to have your next guy, and there would be kind of these these guys that you were hanging out with in your previous game, and they all kind of know the uh, the the punch that you named after yourself or whatever, and that kind of thing. Uh, it would be it would be kind of amusing. So, um, so it should it should yeah it should be it should be pretty cool. Um, and cool. just kind of trying to work that stuff into the uh, into the fights and and um, you know getting it so so it all works together and isn't too annoying should be pretty cool captain you want to add to this so what about climbing like if you're fighting a giant and you climb up its back and stab it in the neck (laughs) yeah it's like the uh it's like all the all the old Ray Harryhausen movies had them jumping up on the back of the Cyclops and 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 hacking on it and stuff. And then the, uh, I mean, people bring up Shadow of the Colossus too, uh, which is uh, yeah. which is cool. Of being course, able to do that. And uh, and so so yeah, there's all yeah all that all that stuff's pretty cool. So uh, the the question would be, how can you do that in uh, in our kind of um, uh, visually impoverished environment? And um, would it be as fun? I mean, it's obviously not going to be as exhilarating in some sense, but um, it would still be entertaining. And so we we have uh, we have that thing up on the on the dev pages where it's like being able to uh, you know jump up and ride on your opponents or whatever. And I mean, then it would just I mean, I guess it would just be like that. I mean, you can you can you can you can uh, depending on how those zones work out, you can kind of jump into the. Uh, Either onto the middle zone of a larger creature, like if you're jumping up on a troll or something, you could try to jump and get a hold of its back or something. Or, uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know if you'd be doing like that twin daggers climb up its back where you're like, <laughs> just kind of climbing up its back. But, uh, but, uh, <laughs> that might smart. <laughs> yeah, it might hurt a little bit. You might get smacked by a big troll fist. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's kind of, I mean, it's it's interesting to think of how it all works together because there's wrestling, there's doing things like, because like during a brief time during the throw, the guy is really off balance, but he might be riding you in a sense, even though he's so off balance or kind of in the process of a slow motion fall that he, you know, can't really really do much with it. Although there, are, I guess, there have been a few weird times where they kind of recover and can kind of, you know, choke people with their legs when they're being picked up by them and so on there's some weird stuff but mostly you can't i mean that's one thing where you're kind of being carried by somebody partially and you're kind of falling and you're kind of riding them and then there's riding a horse which is like a shadow of the colossus thing you're going shadow of the colossus all over the horse and then the then there's like the actual version where you're like climbing up a dragon or or jumping up on a um, on a on an elephant like Legolas in the movie or whatever, like just running all over its trunk and shooting it in the brain and all that kind of thing, um, and and so there's 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 all those different things and and the question is you know do those play nice together is that all one unified system because then we then you can then you can do that but you don't want to have to go up to your horse and be like attack horse jump on its back and you're like you're not riding your horse um, <laughs> that's, that's, that's kind of silly so so it's um, uh, it 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 it's something. I mean, we haven't we haven't you know obviously uh, come up with the specifics there. Um, and but but it, it would be would be kind of fun and fitting with with all of the the fantasy um, predecessors to be able to jump up on a large beast. <laughs> so yeah. So it's 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 important to do that, and then I guess I mean once you're on it, in 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 a, in a simplified version, it's like you are riding on the dragon's left lower leg or whatever, and then it's like you would just be like move up and you like climb up the body part tree or whatever. It's like you're kind <laughs> of path search on it or something, and you climb up the leg and then you're on the dragon's lower body or whatever, and then it's like do you want to try and jab your spear into the dragon's like wicked spleen or do you want to uh, go up higher? And you could climb up and eventually be riding around on the dragon's neck or something, and um, then then you'd be able to get attacks on it, but it would be able to get attacks on you that you'd you'd have more difficulty job, dodging, or it could go to the ground and try and smash one of its zones into the ground or whatever. Yeah, I don't want to just give him digestion problems. I just might want to 
<laughs> actually kill the darn thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because you're not going to have a lot of, by the time we're done, you're not going to have access to a dragon's head all that often. I mean, right. you, you, you'll be able to do, when we get the, when we get the thing in where a combat move takes time to execute, then if a dragon tries to bite you, and you have, you know, you're a, you're a good enough fighter that you get the reaction on that, then it would say the bi- the dragon is coming to bite you. What do you want to do? And and that body part would now be accessible to you. It'd be like, well, I'd like to try and hack his head off or whatever. Right. And then that would be an option that you can um, you can you can go Take for that risk. Yeah. yeah. Or you could try and jump on his head. I'd like to jump on the dragon's head when he's coming to bite me or whatever. And then you could jump up on it when he's uh, when he's coming. Then he'll miss his attack and you'll then be dra- riding a dragon's head. And um, yeah. and your friends won't be able to help you because when the attack is over, you'd be lifted way up into space or whatever. <laughs> However high is zone one is said to be out of the off of the ground where they can't reach you, and then uh, yeah, then you'll be sitting there trying to stab a dragon's eyes out or something, and uh, he would be sitting there trying to like wipe you off like a cat or something, just trying to wipe you off his head with his claws or something, or maybe you just shake, shake and shake or something. So Once we get this mechanic installed, you should uh, we should have a, a contest to s- in arena mode to see how many people, how long people can ride the dragon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just just you know, before you get bucked off. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's the yeah the same thing with the with the with the cows when you jump up on a bull, and I guess if you try and ride a chicken or something, then it should just get squashed. Just <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> chicken. <laughs> I guess you could wrestle the chicken. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess their heads come right off, don't they? So, so usually, yeah. So you have to account for that somehow. But um, yeah, so so this should be should be uh, should be intriguing. And um, now with wrestling, I mean the 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 first thing is obviously improving the wrestling interface, which is garbage right now. But once you get beyond that. Uh, then, I mean, just, just, just having a two-step process where you're like, what am I using? What am I doing with it? Instead of like a list. <laughs> it's like, here's a list, 400 things long. Um, then, uh, you know, that would, that would be probably enough to, to repair that. But there, there are some things with wrestling, like, like really basic things that aren't really accounted for right now, which is, in every 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 kind of grab, it's like playing Twister again. It's like you you can grab this with this, grab this with this, grab this with this, and it knows who has the advantage in each of those things. Like my hand is grabbing his arm, and he doesn't have his arm locked around at the elbow, like locked around my hand. It's like I have the advantage in that, but it doesn't it doesn't have any positional information overall. Like this guy is sitting on top of me, or. I, you know, he's, he's, uh, kind of, we're kind of tied up together on the ground, or, um, you know, he's, he's on top of me, but I'm controlling him with, uh, you know, my arms and legs or whatever. And there's, there's, um, there are things like that that are totally not accounted for right now. And we're not quite sure how we're gonna, how we're gonna do that. I mean, it's, it's easy when you're, you're doing human on human, it's easier to say what you're gonna do, but it has to be a general system. And, um, it's it's something we're not we're yeah we just we're just not quite sure about and then you you kind of when you're when you are kind of squatting on top of somebody or whatever how is that related to riding again how is that related to climbing on somebody it's like all of this kind of like two people related to each other stuff you know it, it seems like there's a system there that wants to come out and be unified and it would be the best way to do it, but but again, like I was saying with the horse, you you want to have special cases. <laughs> you really want to have them too. So, yeah. um, and then then you'd be able to do things that are more like that feel more like actual wrestling. It's like, you know, someone's on top of you, but then you do a sweep, and now you're you're on top of him or whatever. And um, and uh, you know, there's there's different kinds of being on on top of somebody. Um, so that you know, sometimes it's easier to to wrestle, and sometimes it's easier to punch or or whatever. And um, it's it's uh, it's it's something we so I mean, just a notion of an overall advantage. Even standing up when you're when you're kind of like uh, clinch clinched up together, like like the boxers when they when they hug each other or those Muay Thai guys or whatever, um, and uh, or even even when when people with swords are are kind of tangled up, then there's also kind of a notion of an of an advantage sometimes. So 
and it's and it's a holistic thing. It's not like it's not like the twister stuff again. And uh so we'll we'll uh we'll have to work on that. Um again I don't I don't have specific ideas there um aside from what I've said just now. So um that 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 should that should help a lot though with with um, kind of getting away from the twister style wrestling and just being like well who's 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 got the advantage here who can do the uh who can better initiate the the throws and and who who's who's able to hit who and that kind of thing um so yeah no it should it should be good so i mean overall we're just we're just hoping to make um make the combat more Interesting. That's that's the kind of thing you say when it's like 97 degrees in here, like it is now. It's like we want to make the game fun. <laughs> I think all the idea. time. I think all the time about making the game fun. <laughs> um, Captain, do you have any other um, ideas or questions about uh, combat? Uh, goofy, unskilled flailing attacks. <laughs> that was in the. Uh, yeah, it's like, it's like, yeah. I mean, it's 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 a it's a fun thing to to think about in general when you're when you're talking about like well, I've got a dwarf and he's my carpenter now even though he's never done it in his life and it's like and he and he, and the dwarf starts spinning out you know oh that's a regular table that's a regular table that's a regular table now if you t- if you took someone like me and told me to build a table you wouldn't quite get a regular table I think you'd get what might be called a shoddy or or crooked or uh, unbalanced yes. uh, rocking table. Yes, I've been wondering about that. And that 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 uh, that kind of thing that was up on the old dev pages. I don't remember if it was a, one of those wrecks or bloats or whatever. Which like it's like negative quality and and uh, <laughs> and it's just like it's just like um, the whole thing with with vices and virtues. It's like if there's one way to be virtuous, there are many ways to. To uh, have a vice off of that same virtue, like you could be courageous, but you can also be kind of inactive, or you can be reckless, or you can be a coward. It's like there's lots of different ways to screw up courage, and just like there's like there's a lot of ways to screw up a table. So, um, <laughs> so I mean, I don't know if the, if if we're gonna go there, but but it's like I'm not sure negative quality is sufficient, or if there's just like all kinds of ways to screw things up. But certainly when you're in in combat. If you have no skill with something, then you're going to be getting off balance. You're going to be overextending and getting off balance, or you're just going to whiff and miss entirely, or or uh, you know trip and flailing around and hit yourself or something, chop off your own toe or something like that, <laughs> just screwing up all all manner of ways. Um, and you know, it's, it's it's your lack of expertise should be reflected in in what happens. And uh, and you know, trying to to strangle someone to death and not knowing what you're doing uh, can be a process, I guess. Um, and and just 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 like clumsily and inexpertly doing things. Uh, and and it should be um, you you there should be kind of a a, a use for the fighting skills um, in general, so that you can. Uh, you can do that, and then that's when then that's when a skill just like there's a there's a skill for close range fighting now, just called fighter. It's like I am a skilled fighter, and once you get up to there, when you're like a skilled fighter or something, you should probably not really be in embarrassment no matter what you try and do. It's like if you're if you're fighting with an axe or you're fighting with a mace or whatever, uh, it shouldn't you you should you should kind of have stopped with the real garbage. Um, and so, so it's, it would just be kind of an initial learning period for everybody. They they get up to their skilled fighter part, and then um, they're no. Unless somebody is really particularly bad, I suppose. You you mean a, you, you're like a skilled fighter, but their their attributes are all garbage or something. Well, well, I don't know. I mean, maybe he's um, you know cowardly, and so he just everything <laughs> he does is gets negatives to it when he's in battle. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, well, there's, there's, there, there, there's that whole other can of worms with like the, um, the dwarven A rewrite, re- the dwarven AI rewrite for job priorities, which, um, you know, and and the and the whole the whole virtue vice thing for villains, where, you know, we start thinking about the the um, you know 
instead of having happiness as a number, just having, you know, a, a more emotions to work with or whatever. And then, right. then yeah, I mean, anger or, um, you no know, priority, yeah, just, adrenaline. I just remembered, my priority is not battle, <laughs> it's drinking, I'm going to go drink that. <laughs> So, I mean, yeah, it's like having having anger anger screw you up when you're fighting, or having um, having having that kind of um, you know uh, that kind of stuff, uh, and or just being being totally scared, uh, having having that screw you up. That's certainly, I mean, you'd hate to start with that kind of constitution as an adventurer, probably, <laughs> just like. Just always being a coward or whatever, but I mean that kind of runs into a whole larger conversation about whether or not um, adventurers should have emotions at all uh, when the player's playing them. Uh, there's a there's a big big question there about whether or not um, you know that that how much that interferes with your role playing or whatever. Because uh, I think there's a there's an ongoing discussion in. Uh, um, there's an ongoing discussion right now about uh, about that in one of the the dev things, like whether or not um, it would be a good idea to have you get bored so that <laughs> so that you want to go off drinking and whoring or whatever you need to do to uh, or sitting in your fancy leather couch or something so that you uh, you kind of regenerate for your adventure. And and it interferes with role start playing. Turning it into the Sims at that point. I yeah, I mean, it, it interferes with role playing to tell you what you're thinking, but at the same time, it makes you act more like a real person. Right. So it's it's uh, it's a it's a it's a trick, and I'm not I I I I kind of don't like doing that, but it it makes a lot of sense too. So it's 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 not a it's a difficult decision. Now it's time to answer some of your favorite dwarf questions. Well, soon to be favorite questions. That's right. That's right. We're working yeah. on classics right now. Juris McHippie wants to know if you will ever be able to make soap without needing to hunt animals for tallow. And he adds, after all, the first soap was made by the Babylonians using vegetable oil in place of animal fat. Yeah, vegetable oil is, uh, I mean, we don't have it written down specifically anywhere, but it's so important and so... Um, Kind of ubiquitous in history and stuff. I can't. I can't see us skipping vegetable oil for too, too, too much longer. And I don't know a thing about how to make it. Whether or not you just take something and press it and squeeze it or something in in some giant press, or if you use your feet like everything else, or you do uh, whatever. But um, yeah, I mean, you you don't you don't need um, you don't need fat and 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 um, Nasty, oily, melty, stinky, dead, rotten bodies and stuff to to have oil. So, uh, so um, yeah, no, I'm all for for uh, for for olive oil and other other kinds of oils that you know whatever makes sense. Um, and you know, the more education I receive on that subject, the more I will know how to do it. So yeah, no, I'm I'm all for it. I think it's important. Jeff, the media wants to know if you've uh, read Roger Ebert's. Uh Article about uh, video games not being art, and he asks, "Do you think Dwarf Fortress is art, and why?" <laughs> I mean, I've seen some of the things Roger Ebert said. Um, I, I don't remember if I read that that article in particular, but I mean, I think I knew basically where he's been coming from, or whatever. Um, and I mean, I would not, I would not really call anything art because it's such a difficult word i mean i'm not even sure it is a word if it's if it's meant to uh represent a uh, concept in our heads that we all have a common understanding of and can be used for communication then it certainly doesn't qualify uh <laughs> so you can ask specific questions though i mean you don't, it doesn't mean you dodge the question you can ask specific questions it's like does Dwarf Fortress reflect something of the human condition or something that I am trying to communicate to other people uh, so that they can become better people or whatever, right? And, I mean, certainly how the game is set up reflects on me in ways, um, you know, reflects my worldview, what I think about things. Anytime I make a decision about mechanics to put in that's all colored by by my perceptions and things and there are people that have drawn uh 
um, drawn kind of conclusions about that thing and and, and or those those kind of things and sent me emails about them and stuff. And you know if if but it's not it's it's not my not my not my main goal and it's not it's not something that while I'm conscious of it and make decisions um you know being aware that that that's how that's how the process works and so on and you know sometimes you know you can you can do things like liberal crime squad or something where you're trying to be funny about things but you're also trying to to reflect on on some aspect of society or whatever without you know making it some kind of mission or something um you know it it, it there are elements of that so i think i think um and i think i think video games can certainly uh be approached from that perspective i mean now I, don't, I can't answer, you know, his particular comments just because I don't remember them well enough. Like what what he thinks a video game can't do, and why he thinks a movie can, and what he thinks books can do, and you know what? Why doesn't why doesn't um, video gaming have a Shakespeare yet, or if it can have one, or anything like that? I mean, I, I do think that. Games are different from those things um, by their nature, but I don't think that's simply a limitation. I think games can do things that movies and books cannot do. Uh, so, um, you know, I think the, the the most important thing probably is just to, uh, um, you know, keep keep in mind the particulars of of. What the questions that you're asking instead of just trying to put things into a category art or not just ask what what what's going on what am i seeing here what is it doing and what is this person trying to do and um you know live your life and be happy with shit and stuff <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. well i mean yeah can art be interactive i guess that's that's i mean absolutely the theater theater i mean if if you want if you, you if you say theater is art then art can be interactive. I mean, there's all right. those improv theaters and stuff, and some of them try and say things about people if that's what your criteria for art is. It's like, uh, you know, if you if you bring the audience members up on stage and interact with them and so on, and you're trying to get people to realize something or other, you can do that very consciously. And, you know, whatever your criteria for art is, if it involves, you know, discussing something about, about what it means to be human or whatever, uh, theater is obviously attempting to do that, you know, and if it, you know, if it succeeds for certain people, I mean, obviously different strokes for different folks or whatever, and, uh, and I think, uh, if theater does succeed in doing that for people, changes people's lives, including the, uh, kind of theater where people get the audience involved and so on, and, uh, if you think that is artistic expression, then a game should have, um, Certain stature, then, if you want to, uh, if you want to rate things, you know, it's it's not, you know, it's not something I care about or stay up at night thinking about whether or not my game is artistic expression. I mean, I have a really um, uh, different agenda than that. I mean, I I do enjoy the games for the. Um, the 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 challenge of writing them the escapism um, and that kind of thing you know I don't it's not it's not crucial to me if um, if they better like the games that I write um, if they somehow make you feel like you're a better human being or something um, you know so uh, and then I guess you know if 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 some people I mean I know some people have said, you know, well, I think this video game is, is art or whatever, and um, the artist's intention is not necessarily important there. If, you know, if, if my my idea is not that I'm, like, on a mission to create artwork or whatever, in, in, in a certain sense, like I say, if I use the word art, people don't know what I'm talking about because it's not a word that has meaning, it, that, that's shared meaning. So... If I say I'm not, if I'm not going out of my way to make you a better person, let's say that. <laughs> it's like, it's not my mission to go out of my way and make you a better person. Um, and, but, but if, if some people, you know, report from the trenches that Dwarf Fortress has in fact made them think about something that they thought, you know, 
uh, and that made them a better person, then it's really just that it was a touchstone or something, like a lot of uh, things are, to to get you to think about things passively. It doesn't even have. I mean, it's it's not it's not like a, it's not like ideas need to be communicated from from one person to another for things to have a uh, quote artistic effect. I mean, it just just needs to be some meat there to 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 play with or whatever. So uh yeah, I don't know. I mean I'm not I'm not a I'm not an authority, so uh uh but but I imagine the guy who asked the question wanted to hear me yammer on about it or whatever, so Yeah. You can take that crap from this worth. <laughs> but our movies games <laughs> Oh Snap. Now, all all I know is that all I know is that movies caught the same shit that Ebert is giving when they were young. Yep. And you have to you have to sit back and not be a hypocrite, you know. <laughs> and I think I think I think I think it's important to not be dismissive of things that he's saying though if he's being honest about Sincere. it. Yeah, it's like it's like cuz I think it's a valid question to ask how can how can um a game have a, kind of a uh, um uh, you know make people uh think about um you know their society or themselves or what's going on in their head the same way reading 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 you know some 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 uh some quote important work uh would 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 do and has a track record for doing. You know, I don't know if games have the same track record. I mean, certainly Pac-Man didn't change my life or whatever. Um, and, uh, and, but in a sense, sure, some, sure changed some marriages, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, it's like, I mean, in a sense, I mean, it, it obviously changed my life, video games in the sense that I'm writing them now and it's kind of all I do. So, <laughs> but that's, that's not the same. Because that happens with sports or whatever else, and you know, um, I'm not saying sports is an artistry in a certain sense either, but you know what I mean. And um, it's it's yeah, so it's it's like I think I think Ebert probably raises legitimate points in there, but I think I think in part because he says he's never played video games, and then he yeah, brings, up, he brings up examples or whatever. It's like it's like, and he and he posted something recently saying that he 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 doesn't think they can be hard, but he do, art, but he doesn't want to talk about it anymore. And he admits he doesn't play them and that he thought that that was a good point. He doesn't play them and he should shut up about it. He said that himself, if I remember. So recently, <laughs> recently, after this, after this latest shit storm out of something he wrote. So it's like, it, it, I mean, it's, it, it's, it's legitimate. I, I mean, I, I mean, it's, it's, and people just need to, 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 uh, to sit back and think about the questions that are actually being asked. And the, the less the word art is used, I think the more can be, um, gleaned from that discussion. Here's a technical question from JoRuK92. Sorry if I mispronounced that. Recently in computer architecture, the paradigm has shifted to multiple cores. I was wondering if DF will support multiple threads eventually, and if so, what timescale it will occur in. <laughs> yeah, so I, I mean, it is my understanding that the um, that the SDL stuff is now multi-cored, right? Um, ah. And with the graphics and the graphics display and so on. Now, obviously, people when they're asking about it, that's that's one important point. But that you know, people are curious, like, why can't I have 17 dwarves pathing at once or whatever? Or why can't you take that stupid ass weather simulation and make that go happen on some core, preferably not at all? Um, and uh, it's complicated. And from what I gather, it would be a really difficult. Long project, and it's probably not going to happen. Um, that's what I gather. Now there, are, there are some things like these kind of micro um, uh, uh, multi-threading of of a smaller process or whatever, just to kind of get through one loop faster or whatever. It can kind of break it up and then come back or whatever without without it being a um, without it being like a um, you know running pathfinding at the same time as you're running a fluid simulation or whatever. Um, and that stuff, um, you know, the more I know about that, the better probably. And, um, you know, maybe that's feasible. But um, as for splitting up the pathfinding and stuff, I mean, some people have discussed about how that might work and so on. But but um, as for whether anything's actually going to come of that, uh, it doesn't. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't bet on it anyway. All right. 
That was Dwarf Wordpress Talk number nine. I hope you had a fun time. We this sure Cap- did. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is Cap'ntastic signing off. Bye-bye from Rainseeker. That's right. Bye-bye. Was that the McLaughlin group or something? Uh, I should say bye from Toadie One. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this week uh, we're, we're, we're making some changes in the podcast. I hope that you didn't notice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, that's yeah, that's kind of like wishful thinking on my editing in the future, which is going to happen. Okay, so who do we have to thank? Um, um, well, we got Olie and Malox and all the people that asked questions this week and all of our listeners. Indeed. It's lots of people. Very good. Thank you. It's like Thanks for all our listeners and all your questions. Right. All right. The end. Mister, that's not for chewing. Mister! Mister, speakers are not for chewing. (laughs) Speakers are not for chewing. Pens are not for throwing in the garbage. This is a lesson you can learn in your life. You got it? No, I didn't think so. All right. So, so. Scams was enlightened. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think he's going to learn English. Paradigm shift for him. Wait, Captain, are you thinking of starting a barbery business? Is that what yeah, you're saying? Yeah, this is all, you know, my adventure. I'm, I want to make bread, I want to barber, and I want to raise <laughs> sheep. And then, and then you threw the the Pokemon, caught it. Yeah. Cool. Pokemon, baby. I love the Pokemon.
I have five birds in the house. I have 18 birds in the garage, <laughs> not not including the babies that are currently there. Which that are, you know of. One, two, yes. One, two. <laughs> I, uh, I think I have six babies right now in the garage, and I think there's some um, laying on eggs right now. So. So 29 plus eggs or something? Something like that. I can't do, yeah, that's been a while since I had to do any math. Yeah, you Um, can't do math. (laughs) You you have no no background in it. (laughs) Yeah, well, not a lot in adding. We stopped adding after a while. (laughs) Out of practice. So it's funny, people are always like, well, you have a math degree? Does that mean that you can, like, multiply three-digit numbers in your head and stuff? Like, well, not really. (laughs) Unless they got a bunch of zeros in them. Um, like 100 times 200 and stuff like that. Oh, that's a hard one. Yeah. Yeah. You have to count the zeros and stuff. It'd be like. Exactly. Or, or I guess you could do those things where you have 200 hundreds is 20 thousands or something. And, <laughs> and then you get 20 thousand. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I well, there was a little math, math trick for you guys. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend Maybe that. Your kids learn something. <laughs> yeah, press your friends. <laughs> yeah, press your friends by counting on your fingers. You'll be just like me. Um, so, yeah, so there's stuff going on. There's multiple birds. What are you doing back up here, Mr. Scamps? You want to press things on the keyboard? Is that how you work? You're just a bad boy. Just lean in your lardy, lardy haunches over on the F keys. That's bad. 